Hello and welcome to Growing Through Dance, the podcast for everyone who is interested in watching or taking part in dance. Dance is a natural reaction to being. The ability to form movement is in all our bodies from birth. I passionately believe that dance is for everyone and that we can all harness our personal dance ability to enable and lead our unique dance journeys. Growing Through Dance podcast aims to explore how dance interacts with life. In this episode, we are continuing the interview with the international performer Kate Ragmalovich Evans, hearing her thoughts on dance, mental health, performing and progressing life during COVID. Welcome, Kate. One thing I'd like to just briefly touch on before we go on to what I consider to be your journey into being an entrepreneur as well, um, is really about sort of mental health issues, particularly over COVID, um, as a performer. Um, Yes. Have you found it difficult with the sort of, I mean, I think everybody's found it difficult in some way because yes. the world is a very different place to what it was. Um, well, I'm finding the only way is that I do my yoga. When I'm feeling really, when I, you just feel a bit, you get terribly tense. So I'll do some yoga. I've started to swim again because they've opened the open door pool in Clifton. Uh, walking, I, I would do some, I used to walk in the evening or very early in the morning. What I would do to make myself sane, I I woke up at, I've be, been waking up at 6 a.m. nearly every morning, 6, 6.30 a.m. And then I would walk around Bristol because nobody would be there. And they'd get fresh air, wouldn't be too hot, uh, walk by the water. So movement was very, very important. Now, of course, I, I did work throughout it. I worked in two, two factories. I've worked in a flower factory. And I'm now working in another factory just three days a week. But flower factories four days a week. So I was on my feet all day long. So I didn't suffer from perhaps some people um, had too much time on their hands and I didn't, even, I didn't have enough time on my hands. And then by chance, through a link with China, believe it or not, through a performing arts academy, I wrote to them and said, because I was supposed to go there that Christmas. I was working in the Titanic, the musical, till the end, early December. Oh. Another one we haven't touched on. We must go back to that. No, no. My last nice theatre job was Titanic. Fantastic music. And um, quite a lot of movement in that, actually. And then um, I'd applied to this Performing Arts Academy and they were going to have me over as a ma- to do masterclasses. And they were, I was supposed to do two weeks over Christmas because they don't have Christmas in China. They have a sort of Christmas, but they don't stop everything. Mm-hmm. So I was literally supposed to be missing Christmas. It was a nice earning package. And I was going to not return. I was just going to stay there. But of course, with what happened, well, we didn't know what was going to happen. I decided, okay, I'm going to take my flight back. And then I waited. I was waiting for the call. And then they rang to say, we've cancelled it. But it wasn't due to COVID. It was due to something else to do with their timings. But I'll never know. But anyway, um, I wrote to them to say, okay, so I'm not coming back. But would you like me to do any teaching online? So they've been my, they've been fantastic. I've been teaching up to 10 hours a week sometimes they've been very very disciplined despite what's happening the forming arts academy in china and the man who leads it has been in a really brilliant he lives in america normally he's chinese but lives in america so that's what i've been doing i'm waffling on now 
so yeah so I personally have had no time to worry about it the only daunting thing I would say was the autumn and I um because I was supposed to be in a production so this is very important to say I'd got into the Roman holiday that was at the curb in Leicester and we were supposed to be starting our rehearsals on June the 11th I hadn't signed the contract but also I'd maybe got into something else that I won't say the name now because it would cause too many problems and I'll never and I got the recall we were doing the recall the last session during COVID so they'd actually they said, would you, it was still, you were still allowed to travel and you were still allowed to be in groups. So I was in a studio with about eight other people. We were all sanitizing our hands, but we all knew we were still taking the risk. Mm. It wasn't, none of us really took it in. And then of course, literally that month, we were there Saturday and on Monday shut down. It was lockdown oh, and, oh. and or not lockdown as such, but it was very, becoming very yes, serious. Yeah. I think it went on lockdown five days later. And so I'll never know if I got that role or not. Because it was either or. But I had summer work as an actor. So there was only, there was one miserable, couple of miserable days I had when I was working in the flower factory, I would probably say, when I realised, God, this really is quite miserable. I I hadn't taken it in. I think we were all in shock. So yes, my work was taken away from me and literally overnight. Uh, But I had colleagues who were in the Phantom of the Opera tour. Of course, they were heartbroken they had a whole year's work gone. signed yeah. gone and dream roles some of them had had dream mm. roles with a woman who played Madame Jury which was supposed to be me <laughs> I had that taken away from her so she would have been very upset I'm sure because it's a lovely role to any any of a lot of them had their dream roles so it wasn't just not a dream role and then a whole year's work taken away yes. yeah and but I personally have been I would say maybe this thing of training my opera voice is my way of getting through the autumn. Yes. Or just keeping on, uh, carrying on with my screen acting. I'm doing a little bit of filming. I'm supposed to be doing it. And I've done two films, two short films now with the mask on. And then you take it off and the other actor puts his mask on when when they film you. So so I'm just trying to do lots of different things. I, I can't, I'm, I'm not bewailing or anything like that. I'm not getting upset. As long as I can bring in an income, I would say the three days at the factory is tough. That really is tough. But that's life. That's you. Yes. Yeah. Life, isn't it? Then at least you're dealing with other people. So one of the things, Kate, I know that um, you've been doing in the past, you used to uh, run um, an opera company, um, Red Hot opera um but i know now that you've been doing some teaching and things and um, i think you've got a few ideas over lockdown would you perhaps like to tell us about those yes exactly so i i would like to just get myself doing some more online singing teaching but it's it's gone quite crazy you can go online and you'll just have so many websites to click but i Mm. so i thought i'd better just update mine find a name that would emphasize that it is online singing during this period i'm just at the moment trying to find the right word and then i'll just um do a very quick website with wix and put it on forums music hubs in the bristol but it doesn't need to be the bristol area to be global of course i do Hmm. have been teaching in china i've taught a girl i teach a girl in america and i teach a girl now and then in germany oh that's yeah really global amazing yes the American one's interesting because it's five hours 
you're they're five hours behind and China's seven hours ahead. Wow. So if I have two of those on one day, that's peculiar. Okay, in the morning, yes, yeah, so 10 a.m. I'll be teaching to somebody in China and it'll be their tea time. And then it's my tea time when I'm teaching somebody in America who's having their brunch. Mm. Um, is, is the American one in New York? No, um, they're in Chicago. Oh, Chicago. The, a, a young yeah. student. Yeah. And then the, yes, they're both young, in fact, both children. And, and, and have they found you or have you found them? I, they, I, I, they're part, they were part of the Chinese Academy that I was part Oh, of. I see. Right. Okay. Yes. Yeah. And the German girl is through a friend of mine from a chorus in a German opera house. And, um, but this is the, the nice thing about um, Zoom. And one of the silver linings, I think, coming out of COVID is that the world has this much more global approach as far as, mm. as performing arts is going. I know it's been very difficult for a lot of dancers who yes. are not employed at the moment, um, but they have been managing to teach online. But there again, yes. also, everybody seems to be online, as you say, the yoga, the fitness and so on. Um, yes, it's massive. I was teaching some professionals as well, contacts. Yes. They, they did find me through um, some, someone who used to be the head of musical theatre at Guildford. They, he recommended me them. And somebody else found me through a friend, so a professional singer. So, yeah, I've had, on and off, you just get the odd phone call yes. from a, ran, a random singer who just feels like one or two left themselves going. But that's, that's something you like to do, though. So if anybody listening to this who thought... Actually, I'd oh, yes. feel to have a lesson with Kate. Um, yes. Then how would they get in contact with you? I suppose with the email, Kate Milner Evans at Gmail at present, uh, till right. I get this. I have okay. a website. We'll put that in the show notes below so yeah. that people can find you. Um, so yes, exactly. yeah, it may well be that uh, lots of people will find that. And you do, obviously, you're doing that over Zoom. Have you um, found that to be easy or? Do- Zoom is fine, I suppose, because you can record the lesson, so they've got it. Or you do FaceTime. It's also very good, Right. I found out. FaceTime oh. is equally as good in Skype. Right. I've taught on all three mediums, but Zoom is what the Chinese like, so well, they did like. So I'm doing the Chinese Zoom mainly, but I do do Skype and I've done FaceTime. Excellent. Okay. So yes. as we're talking about China, I know that you um, did another um, musical theatre tour in, Ch- in China. And yes. I you'd like to tell us a bit about that, um, particularly things about you know, where did it get rehearsed? How did you end up doing it? All those yeah. sorts of things. This actually, funnily enough, it was a, the woman who was to go on to become the cover of Madame Jury in Phantom Tour. She, she was part of this production, the Titanic, which had been touring around Britain, and I believe it had gone to Germany uh, last year. And had been touring on and off and been in London for about four years, the Titanic, by Maura Yeston. Um, Tom Sutherland was the director, and the producer was Danielle Tarento. So someone had dropped out quickly. So this was a very quick turnover to go and jump on the ship, as it were, that was about to go to <laughs> <Literally>. China. <laughs> and it was literally, because my foot was on literally, talk about an interesting life. I was in Bristol with one foot on the steps of a coach that was to take me up to London to audition for Cats, playing the Grisabella, uh, an autumn Christmas show of Cats. And uh, 
my foot was going on the coach with, when the agent rang and I just had to take my foot off the coach and there were people, other people were going on, so I had time. I auditioned for it the week before and forgotten about it, or three days before something. He said, unfortunately, you have to make this decision now. And it was partly because my passport had run out. Oh. They needed they needed to have the passport with the right date by within 24 hours for the Chinese embassy to take it on board. So I just had to say, yes, okay, I'll do it. Uh, rather than go off and do CAPS audition just to see which one I'd got type of thing. Because that often happens, you have two or three in the mix. Very went back to my flat, got my passport, went to Newport. But Newport did have a space. So I was able to book in Newport and go there that next morning and get my passport renewed, emergency renewal, in order to say yes to the China job. So that's what happened. But yes, it was a jump into a show. So it was only two weeks rehearsal with a new couple of new members of the cast. I, was, I played a very nice maid and I, was, I covered the two female leads uh, of, the, of my age group. That was sort of part of the contract. And one of the women, a lovely lady who was in her 70s, she became ill, so I was able to go on for the week playing a lovely role, Ida Strauss. I was too old for one oh, role yeah. and too young for the other role, but it was very nice to play Ida Strauss. And mm. I, I hope I go back into Titanic, I would then go back playing one of the roles. That's that's my intention anyway. Mm. I did so see Titanic in the uh, in London when it was on at um, the, the near Bank, the little the tiny. Yes, Southwark. That's it. That was it, the production. Yes. That's the production. Beautiful. Oh, it was. Oh, right. Yeah. Very fascinating. There, in that day, when it was in Southwark, it was minimal staging. Yes. That yeah. it got a bit bigger. But it's an, it was just a phenomenal piece of musical theatre that mm. had done very well. Very interesting staging. And of course, Titanic is a, an interesting one for me because um, mm. having taken a, a show of Titanic to the Edinburgh Fringe in 2011, oh, yes. Um, oh gosh! It's quite an interesting one for me. I was really, mm. really interested in. in oh yes, you him. must have been. How interesting! I didn't know that. Ah oh, yes, it's it's with the um, acting through dance um, company that we used to have. So. Uh, oh yes, yeah, I see. Yeah. But, uh, so they did the musical and acted, and there's some lovely dance in it, isn't there? Mm, mm. Nice dances. But you, it was a proper the proper musical of all the singing and the acting. So ours was a a, a dance and acting, no singing version um, oh i see so yeah. it was a dance version of it was the a dance version yes yeah oh how interesting yeah. and who wrote the music um so music was complete mishmash mixture wow. of all sorts of things um oh, yes. nobody nobody wrote the music um no so i see there was my heart will go on things, um from ionaldi through to um all sorts of um, updated sort of pieces. Um, yes. Even that sort of a house type piece. Um, mm. Yes, yeah, so it was interesting. Amazing, but the storyline, of course, being the same. Storyline was there. I mean, we, we, it was called And the Band Plays On. So, ah, yes, of course, which is yeah. very sad, isn't it, at the yeah. end? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. yeah. So it's, it's one that's sort of close to my heart, that one in particular. Mm. Yes, I see, yeah. yes. So, and obviously for you, for your career, that sort of helped with a lot of contacts in, in that direction as it well. It did. Yeah. And that's the main thing now, that there is this tremendous opening now in Asia uh, for these tours. A lot of companies, smaller production companies uh, that aren't Cameron Macintosh, the smaller ones, they're finding a big calling over in Asia oh. to take their shows there. And of course, and it's very good pay. Yes. There's a lot of funding for the arts. 
in particular in China. And so we did tours. We went to five different cities, all in hotels. We were very well looked after. And the Chinese audience, of course, love it. Yes. Anything yes. westernized. Mm. And this particular company who brought the show, who brought the Titanic show, they were, forgotten what they were called now, but they um, wanted to bring in more unusual musicals to China, not just to do the standard. So, yes, I used to run the singing course, Singing Mad, as you know, for small groups oh, singing yes. for, for young, not professionals in musical theatre, profession people who are in other professions who just did singing as a release singing mad so you remember that yes you? I do remember that yeah. yes yeah. So I was thinking of trying to set that up again perhaps in autumn but I think singing at the moment is tricky isn't it it is at the moment what would you say is your sort of um you know unique selling point on that what's what is it before the performing package the performing because everybody side. wants secretly they watch x factor they all see everybody yes. I think <laughs> you can't help yourself so I so the, the the thing is that there's a performance at the end in a cabaret bar. Yes. So I only allow six people in the class. Uh-huh. And it, it worked for seven years in London during uh-huh. that time when I was hovering between musical theatre and opera. Moving back to Bristol, I didn't set it up in Bristol. So I still haven't set it up. And right. it's an idea that I might do, maybe not this autumn because of no, what's happening. No. I know, unfortunately, I have this awful feeling the world is on hold at the moment, isn't it really? With, with yes. so much trying to... Yeah. Yes, and teaching group singing is difficult online. Yes because yeah. of the um, the different rooms that you can't... Uh, the people are trying to do it, but I've, I've been told it's difficult, so I haven't tried myself. Mm-hmm. Oh. One-to-one only, I feel. One-to-one, yeah, yeah. Amazing. I mean, Kate, you have had a really interesting career. Um, is there any sort of advice you would be giving to somebody who is thinking of going into musical theatre um, or going yes. into acting or going into opera? Um, anything you know that you would be saying in my experience this is health yes so certainly in my experience if you were thinking of going into musical theatre dance is more important than singing at this stage of your lives if you're young because it's the body needs to be trained the muscle memory and the singing voice changes anyway as you get older you don't want to do too much singing when you're younger because the voice is a bit more tender it matures later, whereas the body is, is at its peak when it's yes. 12, 13, 14, 15. So my advice is to cram in as many dance classes as possible. For opera, I would say your musicianship going and do some dance so that you can be a really nice all-rounder when you're an opera singer. So don't just concentrate on the academic side of opera. Keep it theatrical and acting classes and singing and movement class. That would be my advice. Yeah. And on, on the acting side, um, anything in particular? Because you, you've come well, later to acting. I think acting needs experience of life, but you d- just need to be, your diction has to be clear. Mm-hmm. So you keep working on that, especially if you work on your different accents, keep the diction clear, the voice training, the whole vocal instrument. But again, movement is so important, especially physical theatre. Movement's vital, isn't it? Mm, absolutely general health coming back to this sort of the theme of your podcast it's good for anybody for well-being but for an actor that moving is to be moving is vital alongside a bit of singing technique maybe a couple of singing lessons do acting classes but observe life do do some things they i don't know who it was jeremy irons or something it's very important so maybe get a part-time job 
in a factory because then you see all those characters. So yeah. if we're going into acting, you can't live in a bubble. But acting, singing, dancing, all those things in a professional level are also a kind of a bubble, aren't they, in, in their own way? Oh, yes. Yeah. So maybe my new website should be called Singing in a Bubble. Yes, you never know. That would be an excellent yes. idea. <laughs> bubble, bubble singing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so luckily, I so I'm not doing group classes. I did. I did do one online with four boys for a whole new world, but it was very tricky. Mm. I just had to get them to mute on and mute off, keep the going the lesson, and then when it was when I was concentrating on one particular singer, I asked the others to keep practicing but to mute themselves. It was a constant yes. mute mute on and mute off. Difficult. A dancing, yeah. I presume, is different, isn't it? So, There's no sound involved. When we started at the beginning of lockdown with the dance, um, apart from the fact um, I had never done anything like this before at that point, um, it was a real steep learning curve, absolutely mm. steep as ever. Um, and the thing that I found difficult as, on a personal level was suddenly seeing myself on the screen. I thought, oh, who is that old lady? But you know, that's that's one of my oh. issues. Um, but it's it's actually worked far better than I thought it would. I'm not sure as to how much every child has enjoyed it, because of course one of the big things about dance is the yes. community side of it. Oh yes, I see. Recreational dance, yeah. So I don't know how much they've enjoyed it in that respect, but certainly technically and to be, if, you know, the child who perhaps needs the more focused approach, it really has been amazing. Um, we've been doing mm. a lot of ballet, a lot of point work on, on Zoom. Mm. Um, initially, I thought, how on earth are we going to teach tap? But um, I have a magnificent tap teacher called Laura who has made it look easy and has really got some oh, yes. results. Things like, for example, jazz and contemporary and our modern lessons, all those sort of things. What we've had to do is we've had to make it smaller because like you oh, were yeah. saying, on screen, it does need to be smaller. But of course, the room in which we're doing, but also the room in which they're doing has to be smaller. Mm, yes. So, yes, of course. And of course, we're faced with the whole... Um, two meter situation within the dance studio from now onwards for the time for foreseeable everything's going to be smaller there so in a way it's yes. a bit of a training ground for us so i suppose yeah. they, they, they they can improve on their core can't they and all absolutely the small fitness side yeah yeah yes yeah. a fitness posture lots of of, of real positives but also yes. things to look out for <laughs> some bob fossey movements maybe yeah yeah it's it's um very interesting what's gone down well and um mm. somebody who myself has has always been sort of a big expansive dancer as opposed to mm. a sort of intricate dancer I'm yes the, the intricate tapper quite a learning curve but yes there's a place for it I think there's a place for it definitely yes there's been some tremendous zoom performances haven't there with yes. dance yeah yeah. They've edited it in and out. It's been some fantastic things online. Dancers dancing in the street and stuff. Mm, mm. In fact, I was in one, believe it oh. or not, with a, Richard Peakman, who's a choreographer. I just met him through Crazy For You and he asked each of his dancer friends to do, I just want to dance, I just want to dance. But he had them, everyone do seven beats of a bar. And he, I, I was, me and a few other oddbods who weren't, trained professional dancers we joined we, we did seven bars oh wow and mm -hmm. where can we view this 
you can view this on Facebook, so you'd have to go Richard Peepman and then scroll uh -huh. down. Excellent. Richard Peepman, P-E-A-K-M-A-N, because you're allowed to see things, aren't you, even yes. if you're not there. That would be really interesting to watch. Yes, it's fantastic dancing. Yes, brilliant dancers. I'll try and find the link and see if, it, if I'm allowed to link it across. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely, that would be mm. a lovely thing to do. Right. Yes. Okay. So, Kate, future then. Anything on the horizon? So, uh, um, I think it's important not to... Yes, what is my future? My uh, There's a, a teaching job I'm applying for that... I'm not sure if I'd want it's full time, but it's maternity leave, so I might do it while someone's having time, some time off, or I might not even get it. Um, I'm just waiting for the Roman holiday might happen next summer, so I might have some summer work lined up without yeah. the process of auditions, and so that will slowly get back into it. And, and you get used to the adrenaline kick of doing an, an audition, so I must admit when that's gone. When it starts up again, I imagine a lot of us will be getting anxiety yes. at the beginning. Yeah. You've got so used to, the one good thing is you don't have that anxiety anymore of auditioning and not knowing if you're going to get it. And these self-tapes, I mean, in the you do it, you, you take it a couple of hours and then you put it, get about it. So I'll be doing more self-tapes, applying for more filming work, probably on the independent scene. Big, big TV shows aren't opening up yet. No, no. And uh, so this future will be odd, really. I'm just hoping to make men ends meet, carry on with my online teaching, and maybe, as I said, train up my tool, my operatic tool that I've had all my life, just to train it up again, just to have it there as a weapon in case something, in case I could do that as well. But I'm not stopping what I'm doing, keeping all options open. Absolutely. I think that's And, and that was a door I'd closed. I'd closed that door, so I've just decided to open it again at the same time as keeping the others open. Okay, so just to sum up, thank you so much for sharing so much with us. I mean, there's been some amazing insight. I think that anybody who was listening at the beginning, as I said, who was wondering why we were talking to a predominantly singer about dance mm. will now have a little bit more of an idea about it. Um, so yes. thank you so much. And, um, it's been very enjoyable. Good. I'm really pleased about that. Would you like to be a podcast guest on Growing Through Dance? Then click the links in the show notes to register your interest. Then enter the Growing Through Dance launch competition by dropping me a review. Press the subscribe button. Share all this on your social media platforms. Then tag me so I know you've completed it. You'll go into a weekly draw with the chance to be a guest on the podcast and share your dance experiences. Thank you for listening to me, your host, Catherine Lucy. Mm -hmm.